Show is brought to you by... Chatters That Matter, it is the number one platform for getting information, not only about health, but also for your personal growth. If you're looking to to really improve who you are as an individual, listen to this show. If you are a person that has information that can help others, then you probably should contact Dr. Cheryl to be on the show. But nonetheless, Dr. Cheryl does an amazing job at bringing the best out of the interviewers, but making sure that her audience gets exactly what they need to continue their ongoing growth and their health and their life and even in their business. Hey, 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 it's Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, MD, the celebrity doc, you know me. We're back here again, another beautiful day, and we are here with Chatters That Matters. Let's talk about it your fast-paced talk show that is here to entertain, educate, and inform. Again, with the disclaimer, I am a bona fide medical doctor, so anything that you hear on this show is strictly for your information, education, and entertainment, and does not constitute a doctor-patient relationship between you and I. If you hear anything interesting that you think that you would like to utilize, take that up between you and your doctor. You are not my patient. That being said, we are here today with the amazing... Sean Fair from Fair Consulting. Sean, welcome to Chatters That Matter. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me, Dr. Cheryl. It is an absolute pleasure. Sean, tell us a little bit about your background and what you do. Well, um, I do multiple things. And so I am a, an executive leadership coach and also a a mid-level management trainer that those are those are two things that i do on on one side of my business and on the other side of my business i am a um, i'm a speaker coach right so we have a program called the leadership experience tour where we bring in about 40 to 50 speakers every five to six months or so to get on a stage so that we can work on their branding uh, their presence and give them an opportunity to document their story so that they can apply for paid speaking opportunities. So th- those are the things that I actually do for, for a living. My my background um, plays a significant role in some of the things that I do. And so I, I don't want to take you back too far, Dr. Cheryl. But, <laughs> but it, you can't it, take it, me back too far. <laughs> you, you asked me the question, so I, I'll yes. have to give you the, I have to take you take you back a little bit. But in 1996, uh, I worked for a company called Cellular One. I'm not sure if you remember or not, but it was one of the very first wireless companies to pop up in the Midwest, you know, for wireless cell service. It was brand new back in those days. I remember. And, listen, I started off there as a customer service representative. And in 1996, Bill Clinton passed the Telecom Act of 1996, which was executed in 1998. And due to that, um, there was a bunch of competitive local exchange carriers to pop up to compete against the regional bell operating companies. And I was able to get into one on the ground floor called USN Communications. Now, when I started there, I started off as an account manager and then I was promoted to sales and then to sales manager, and then the state manager, and then I was the sales director. I, I quickly rose up the corporate ladder. And right after being there for some years, I went over to a division of AT&T where I was the vice president of training for, I'm sorry, the vice president of sales and marketing. Now, Dr. Shell, in all those sales positions, I was always training people. 
It was just a right. kind of part of the gig as the manager, is to train folks up on sales. And, and I came to the realization that I was really gifted at training. And so the second half of my career, I was the vice president of training for a division of AT&T, vice president of training for a division of T-Mobile, and the vice president of training for the largest textile restoration company in the world. After which, I started my own company called the Fair Consulting Group, where I now train mid-level managers and executive leaders abroad in the United States, Canada, and Europe. And so that that's really my story in a nutshell. Right. Uh, Picked up a lot of skill sets along the way that's helped me to to build a credible and sustainable business. And you do have an amazing set of skills and you just have a way of working with people. Now, as as you know, this is a show that is based in health and health related. And I actually have had the pleasure of experiencing your program and uh, watching the development, the very rapid development of people who have come in to speak, some of whom have been experienced speakers and some who have never set foot on a stage. And yet within a quick turnaround, like a five-day period, you have them on that stage and speaking like professional speakers. But what was actually absolutely enthralling to me when I was there was, and I'm not going to name her because I haven't gotten permission to do so, but there was one particular student uh, there who uh, had some disabilities, and she, but she knew that she had a message and she knew that she wanted to speak and present that message. And over that five-day period, I watched her go from, I want to be a speaker. I have this disability. I'm not really sure if I can do this and, and make it work. And, you know, she does have a little bit of um, a speech impediment. Uh, I watched this woman go from, I think I can, to I'm the stuff. I am a professional speaker with a gift and I have something to give. Take us through that journey because it's not just about speaking. It is about transitions and, and growth. Take us through the process. Well, I mean, part of the process is one is understanding a person's story and do they have the ability to articulate it in such a way that it connects with the target audience. Now, sometimes people come in that way and sometimes people, I see the ability mm -hmm. that they can articulate it that way. Mm -hmm. and, and she was one of those individuals that she had the ability to do it. And, and one of the thing, things that you have to be as a coach, there's there, you have to be really good at this is identifying what's on the inside of an individual mm -hmm. and taking what's on the inside, putting things in place to get what's on the inside to take it to the outside. Well, that's that's a key key component for a person who considers themselves to be a speaking coach. Now, the one thing that I want to say is 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 this, and this is not just not for her. This is for everybody. Mm -hmm. like, in order to deliver a great speech, you you have to one have a structure, right? Right. And, and and after you have a structure, you have to be able to do three things that's very important when you get on the stage, which is to educate, educate, um, engage, and entertain. Th those mm -hmm. three things are absolutely critical. And th the one thing I will say is that the entertainment part, which is the most difficult part of giving any presentation, she had that down to a science. I yes, mean, she did. Yes, she did. Really and you know, Sean, I would actually, I don't have her, her permission, but I would actually like to go ahead and name her because I would like to promote her. And I encourage all of our audience to actually follow her because she is very inspiring. I don't know her last name, so you can provide that. It's Latreya. Yeah, it's Latreya Russ. Latreya mm -hmm. Russ. And she's, she's, extremely, she's extremely gifted. And I, I believe to this day, you know, we've been doing this for seven years and listening to speakers and putting them on stage. That presentation that she delivered is in the top 10 of all presentations that we've yes. ever heard is that presentation. Yes. Uh, it, she's she was, amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. And and sometimes, let me just say this, sometimes a speaker can get outside of themselves. Mm -hmm. She gave that presentation. She got outside of herself in that delivery. 
it, yes. it was almost as if it, it wasn't her. Yes. And, and and that that happens at times. And the question becomes, how do you how do you deliver that way mm-hmm. all the time? Right. Which right. is because they're trying to always figure out. Right. <laughs> right. And it's hit or miss because uh, sometimes we are in the zone and, and it's there. And then other times it's just like, OK, <laughs> that that one was not a hit. <laughs> so well, what do peop, uh, people what what do speakers get out of being on that stage and going through your process well going through the process is what happens first right the process mm-hmm. is let's understand your story let's make sure that we you understand your own story and what you, we find is that a lot of folks don't understand their own story Right. Because, you know, we start asking a bunch of questions. Next thing you know, the very thing that you said was the problem really wasn't the problem. And so mm-hmm. we got to get that straight first. Mm-hmm. So once we kind of help them navigate through their own story, then we're able to put a structure in place, right? A beginning, middle and an end and a call to action. Because remember, our stage is, is not just about telling the story. Our stage is about telling the story to connect with people so that you're able to introduce a platform for those who are in need of it. That that's mm-hmm. what our program is is pretty much all about. Mm-hmm. Well, we work with you for about four to five months, developing that story, working with you, having calls every Tuesday at six o'clock p.m., educating yes. you on the industry and how do you build a speaking business. All this happening within five months, and then there's a rehearsal every month yeah. up until the time that you get to uh, Detroit and you get on the stage. And mm-hmm. the primary reason why people do this is, is one reason, is to build their speaking business. And the tour is providing all of our participants all the tools and resources that are necessary in order to do that. You know, so applying for paid speaking opportunities is something that most speakers have no clue about. Well, when you come to my training program, I teach you like you just you just you're going to just pinch yourself when I just show mm-hmm. you how to apply for these pay speaking events. But then you start to realize, wait a minute, is is that why we did this when we went to the tour? And, and is this why we did this? Everything starts, once you see that, all of a sudden, everything you went through says, oh, there was a reason behind that. Right. Right? So, uh, so at the end of the day, you get great stage footage that allows you to apply to paid speaking opportunities. Right. And and you can do this. You can apply for paid speaking events every single day. Most people don't know it. Mm-hmm. Can, can I just tell you what they're going to ask you for? Sure. Absolutely. Well, well, one, they're going to tell you what topic they would like to have in front of their audience. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to ask you, what is your topic? What inspired you to develop that topic? They want to see your bio because the bio, your speaker's bio, should explain that you are an expert in the topic that you claim that you are. Mm-hmm. Then they want to see your speaker's proposal which is a full right. breakdown of your your topic. And then the last thing they're going to ask you for is please send over your professional stage footage. No one is going to pay a speaker that they've never seen before and they have no clue about unless they see him on the stage first. And right. let me tell you the one thing that they are starting to ask for. Now they're starting to ask for what publications have you been in? Right. Yeah. Right. They, they want your credibility. They want your credibility. Okay. Now, everybody has a story. Uh-huh. What brings a person to you, aside from wanting to be a per- paid speaker, what is it that brings us to want to be speakers at, at all? Uh, I mean, people come in for different reasons, but what is the primary reason that you see people coming in wanting to be a speaker? Well, they start to realize over a period of time that their story is not their story. Mm-hmm. In other words, yes, I went through this and God put me through this for a particular reason because he knew that I could handle it, but right. I didn't put you through this for you, right? right? I put you through this so you can help somebody else. And then the question becomes, how do I take what I've gone through and what things I put in place to get through that very thing that God had put me through so that I can help somebody else? Well, the tour gives you an outlet if we are the medium to helping you to help others mm-hmm. right so you're getting on the stage but you're also in front of a large 
you know, audience and you also have a virtual audience. But all of that footage is then pushed out into the marketplace to different platforms so that other people can see it and take advantage of the gift that God has given you. What's special about your your program? I mean, I've been on stages for ages and eons, mm -hmm. and I came to your program because I was coming back into the speaking business, and I needed new material, and I needed a stage to uh, present on. But what struck me about your program, there, there were a few things. Actually, one of them was, was was you. There's just the energy that you bring is so inspiring and so encouraging. And each and every person comes through. You make them feel like it is all about you. My attention is on you. And yet you're juggling all of these people. It's a big program. The other thing, though, that struck me about it is that you create a supportive community. And I, I keep focusing on that five days because at the time I came into your program, I hadn't done the five months of prep uh, because I already had speaker experience. You said, fine, you know, I interviewed and you were like, come on through. But in that five days, I saw all of these people coming from all over the world because we had a woman there from the, the UK, even. People coming from all over the world came together and almost instantly you created bonding and connection and people were talking to each other, not just in the meeting rooms, not just in the classrooms, but outside people were grouping together and having meals together and meeting in the hotel and meeting in the, the lobbies and really connecting. It was about the connection. How do you cre create in a very diverse group like that and people bringing all of their different things in and oftentimes it's competitive when people come together uh, as speakers in such a situation. But you didn't have that. You had people supporting, and by the day that they actually got onto that stage, they were cheering each other on. Each person that hit that stage was the best speaker of the day, and they meant it. How do you yeah. create that? Well, I mean, that is such a loaded question. It, <laughs> but one, one, it, it starts. It starts with me, mm -hmm. and what I try to convey to everyone that's coming through is not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about you. You paid the money to be a part of this, so we're we're here to serve you. Don't. You know, the one thing that people call me, which I didn't want to bother you. Well, you paid money for me. You paid money to, to, to my program, mm -hmm. right? That's that's what you pay for. You you pay to have access to the things that you need. That that includes me and all the products and services that we have. But the other piece is, is that I, I got a team that are pros who are servant oriented. You know, we Marcus A. Wright. He's he's a pro at what he does. Servant oriented. Larry Miller. Our, you know, a producer, he's he's a pro. He's servant oriented. Emma Burkesells, she's a pro. She's servant oriented. Jeff Sneer. <laughs> Every person that's a part of our team are pros. They're servant oriented and they're positive people. And when you put positive people around positive people, you get positive outcomes and you get a positive environment. And and so, it, positive trumps negative in our environment. It's, it's right, right. About. It's, it's mm -hmm. how positive the environment is. Yes. And it's just second nature, but it's, it, they don't, you don't see that in other platforms sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it is, it is very positive. And it's, as you said, across the board, obviously your people have been very carefully selected and they are positive with all of the, the people that they're working with. But they're positive with each other. Uh, they will say, oh, well, that's not my wheelhouse. Go talk to because they're amazing at what they do and they mean it. And you, you go and you have the confidence that whoever they referred you to is going to do you just as much service as the person that did the referring because 
everybody is connected that way. So, you know, it's from the ground up. And as you said, it does start with the the leadership and, and you are obviously an amazing leader to be able to create this in your team, but in a relatively short position to, to bring it out of every single person that comes into that program. That's, I mean, it's a feat. That is quite a feat. Well, well, thank you so much, Dr. Cheryl. I'll, I'll give you the second point to this. Mm-hmm. That's one area. The other area is that if if you're going to be a leader in this and you really want to be, connect with people, the very thing that you tell them that they need to do, you you have need to have done that and and still be doing it. People ask mm-hmm. me all the time, why, why do you still travel? Why do you still work with these different companies? I don't do it because I have to. Mm-hmm. I do it because I want to show that I still do the very thing that I'm going to be asking you to do. And the same things that I ask you to post, uh, you can see that I still post those things. And the, and the same publications that I tell you that you need to get, I still purchase those publications. Everything that I'm asking you to do, I still do. Right. And and I'm going to continue to do them. So I understand, do those things continue to work? Has the industry changed? Has the landscape changed? Are there things that we need to do to improve in this area? Because the landscape did change so that everyone continues to be successful. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it all starts. It all starts here. Right? right. And and I open up my back office to those who work with me. That right. You want to see you want to see some of the revenue that I generate? I show it to you in my mm-hmm. back office. You mm-hmm. want to see the number of leads that come in every single day? I'll show it to you in my back office. You want to see the ad and the ad spend that I spend on a daily basis to get the leads that I get, to get the closing ratios that I get? I show it to you. All right. I'm, I'm telling you that everything I'm telling you to do, I have it. I'll even show it to you to prove it to you. And the same people that has built my program and built my CRM and built my ad campaigns and all those different things, you have access to the same people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now there are a lot of people that don't understand that if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna do anything major, you have to invest into yourself. Your program is not inexpensive, but relatively speaking, compared to other programs that are out there, it's a steal. It is absolutely a steal, and you make it accessible. Can you talk to me uh, about that? How can you how can you do that? Well, one, um, you you have to to work with outside resources. That's that's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. you have to have great internal resources. In in our case, we have great internal resources. Marcus, mm-hmm. Larry, Emma. These mm-hmm. these are all internal resources. Right. That allows us to provide things to the people that are looking for what we have to give it at a reasonable cost. We're, we're charging three to five grand for you to be here with us for three days. We give you twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars worth of content, video mm-hmm. content for three to five grand. That's a fact, mm-hmm. and and it's all TV quality content, right? There, there's nobody out there. Whether you're you're in my arena or at my level or even higher level, there, there's nobody out there that does what we do that provide what we provide at the level that we provide. There, there's nobody out there. There's no other program. This is very unique, and not only is the product unique, the cost is also unique from that standpoint. Now, for you, as the leader of this program, I know for for me when I'm I'm coaching and I'm working with people and they make that lifestyle change. And people ask me, why do you do what you do? I do it for, for that, for the growth I see in the individual, for the changes I see make watching their life in, improve. You're in an awesome position to, to do that. So what do you see from your point of, of view? When, when it comes to uh, the, the growth in individuals or mm-hmm. sure. Well, here I'm a big believer in this. And, and you'll hear me say this in one of the videos that uh, people click on is if, if you can just grow 1% better every single day, 
100 days from now, you're 100% better. I know the math doesn't add up. It's the it's the point. I'm making a general point yes. that, that growth every day is essential. Mm-hmm. So in, in every conversation that I have with an individual, I'm trying to understand what can I give to that person that allows them to grow that 1% better. Mm-hmm. Right. And every meeting that I have on Tuesday at six o'clock PM, and we have, you know, sometimes 40, 60 or 70 speakers on, I'm trying to figure out what do I say to these individuals to help them to grow 1% better every right. day. Every partnership that I bring in, every vendor that I bring in that will provide a product to my client base, I'm trying to figure out do they have the ability? Does the product help them to grow 1% better, you know, every single day? If you have that mindset, and, and every interaction that you have with an individual, does it help them in their growth journey? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if the answer to that, yes, then that, that's probably a good product or a good service to introduce them. If the answer is no, then, then it's not. And that's how I really evaluate, you know, what we provide, how we provide it, and who we allow to provide it is, mm-hmm. is that. And then that's what struck me about your program is that there is a growth mindset and, you know, you have the opportunity to actually watch that growth. And certainly if you step outside of that five days or three days, um, or, I mean, I saw a couple of people that came in and they were only there for a day or two, but you still saw growth. If you step outside of that and you look at the ongoing program, you can see tremendous changes occurring in individuals over time. And I think that probably one of the biggest things I see is the confidence that people have. Uh, They're a different person from day one when they walk in to five months out or, or even a a year out. Um, It has been such a joy to watch that kind of of growth in people. Do people come into your program knowing that they need that growth or are they sometimes resistant to it? And how do you break down those barriers people you know they have that protection layer because they don't want to be hurt or they don't want to be vulnerable how do you get over that wall yeah so that's a good question some people they come in knowing they need help other people mm-hmm. i've been doing this for 20 years I, I don't really need your help but you know i mm-hmm. just want to get on stage and, and do what i need to do to get the footage mm-hmm. and that's fine i i have no problems with that not sure I, I can learn from anybody if you if you've been doing this for 30 years you've been doing it for longer than i have i might be able to pick up a thing or two from you mm-hmm. but so i don't i don't those individuals i i i accept them just like i accept everybody else mm-hmm. but but over time when you get to know an individual you start to understand what their blind spots are right right you start to understand some of the deficiencies that they have it is not my job to tell someone that they're deficient in this area and building their speaking business or their coaching business. That's not my job. Mm-hmm. My job is to present something in such a way where it helps them to come to the realization of what their deficiencies are. Yes. Right? Because, because when they come to that realization, it's more accepting, right? Versus me telling them that you got this deficiency. Now, when they uncover that on their own, then what they do is they circle back to me. And mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm ready for them. Mm-hmm. And then I'm ready for them. So the, the approach and, and how you work with individuals, it matters. And what I've learned over the years, you can't approach everyone the same way. Right. Every one of the people that's coming through the tour are inherently different. Yes. And it is our responsibility to understand who they are and over time, why they're that way, and then develop an approach for that individual that is best suited for them. Have you ever come across anyone who you selected them because you you saw something in them and you felt like you could work with them, but then you realized that you couldn't reach them? It doesn't happen too often, but we've mm-hmm. had we've had a few. We, mm-hmm. we've had, you, if you're in this business long enough, you work with enough people, you'll you'll find out you can't help everybody. In order to help every person, the person has to want to be helped. 
and right. and not everybody wants the kind of help that's needed for them to improve in certain areas. So the answer to that question is 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 yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. we we've brought in some individuals. We thought that we can work with them based on the topic they had, and then when they came on, they they started introducing another topic. Right. That just that, that just wasn't suitable. You know, we're we're a family, you know, mm-hmm. oriented type organization. So you know, right. certain you can't get on the stage and talk about. And uh, luckily, there was a rehearsal where that topic came out. <laughs> we had to. You, you, you can't talk about that, right? Uh-huh. So we, we've we've had certain situations where you know we had to kind of reverse course uh, per se with an individual. Okay, excellent. Um, what would you say is the biggest rate limiting? Thing for people because this is i mean this is about communication and people being able to communicate well and i think that that is one of the things that people are seeking when they come to a program like yours they want to be able you know they're passionate about something and they want to be able to communicate that they want to be able to to share it what is two things one what is the biggest roadblock for people that you see that is giving them difficulty in just getting out there and getting with it and two what is the what is the one thing if if there was like one critical thing that you could give to your mentees what would it be to take them to that next level of belief and knowing that they are a speaker with a strong message that they can present, yeah. that they can change the world with. I'm going to answer this based on our structure for a speaker. Mm-hmm. The divider is where most of the speakers have issues. It's the mm-hmm. divider. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Cheryl, there's a lot of good speakers out there. Oh, Yes. When I say there's a lot, I mean there's 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 thousands, maybe mm-hmm. maybe millions across of good speakers out there. Mm-hmm. Well, a good speaker is not good enough. There's a bunch of good speakers out there mm-hmm. saying the same topics with similar kind of stories. What right. separates a speaker from being good to great um, is is not their story. It is the delivery of the story. Right. And we talked about the three things that you have to do on stage, the engage and the education part. Most good speakers do that. Mm -hmm. The entertainment part is the divider. It it is the one component of delivering a message that the majority of the speakers across the world struggle with executing. Mm -hmm. And the ones that can execute that when it when it's a part of them. In other words, I can just get on the stage and for a moment, I can be a comedian. I can transform myself into a comedian just for a moment right. to, to make light of a a traumatic situation and still make the point and educate at the same time. And 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 it holds people's attention. So in other words, I'm learning it sure is a deep topic, but I'm actually enjoying listening and learning the message at the same time. That's the that's the divider. That's the separator, mm-hmm. and not many speakers master that part. Right, it's huge. Right now, for the person, you know, again, you say it's about entertainment, and you do focus on the fact that you need to be able to utilize humor in your speaking. For the person that says, "Well, you know, I'm just not funny. I'm not a funny." person define what what humor is and and how do we achieve that if we're not a natural comedian and why you know again reiterate why it's important to be able to achieve that well you don't have to be a natural comedian or you don't have to be naturally funny Mm -hmm. to be funny Mm -hmm. you can practice being funny Mm -hmm. in other words being funny is a skill set that can be learned and developed. 
the question becomes, do you want to put the energy and the effort into developing that skill set mm -hmm. so that you can separate yourself from every other speaker that's out there across the world? Because if you're trying to be exceptional at this and you want to replace a, a reasonable amount of income a, and build a business that is sustainable, that allows you to put up so that you can take care of your family and your retirement long term, that skill set is necessary. Mm -hmm. It's necessary. Now, the, the other piece to this is that if you don't have a platform, it becomes equally as difficult right because you can have all those three skill sets but then not have a platform and you you find yourself struggling mm -hmm. right? and your platform allows you to market yourself in ways that you can't otherwise market yourself right and so when people come to that understanding like when people come to the tours is we're a dual branding organization we brand you we brand us mm -hmm. but you got 40 40 50 people coming in which that means that they all have at least three major social media platforms. We give them over 60 to 70 pieces of content that they can push out in the marketplace. Our exposure as an organization is absolutely massive, which is one of the reasons that we're able to, to grow and make changes and, and develop. And, and as you said before, Dr. Cheryl, we are the model of growth. Mm -hmm. Every tour that you go to, something is different, something is better, right. right? And it's intentional. It's intentional because we are the role model for everybody. Right. And and I think one of the important things about you as the leader is your ego is not engaged in this i've watched you work and i watch you you know i mean it's like it's you're you're like a fly you've got eyes all around your your head when the tour is going on you're looking at everything and you know you're busy communicating with everybody but at the same time your head is on swivel looking at all of the different pieces and of course you've got a team that's feeding into that i mean i've heard marcus come and you know pull you and tweak you and say well this is going on we probably need to change this for for next time and you know i've, I've seen larry do it too you know we might want to uh, consider doing this a little bit differently next time or we might want to consider a different location next time this location is working better than the last co location did because of I, and I was watching that whole process and just the integration and the integrity of the working body it was even at the time that it was going on it was a a piece that was being created and molded and remolded uh you know things being changed even on the spot as you saw things that would make it better you know it, it was just it was fascinating watching you work i absolutely loved the back <laughs> scenes behind the, the stage uh look at things you know what we're doing is uh, people don't realize this and we don't we don't talk about it a lot but we're learning from every person that's coming through the tour mm -hmm. we we're, we're picking up things from everybody that we have conversations with at the tour mm -hmm. and those things those conversations that we're having um those things that people love about the tour and, and they're talking about it that we're learning from that the things where people say you know what you know, here's some things we would like to see here's some here's some challenges that we we notice when like when they come to us with that stuff we we have a debrief meeting and we're talking about who said what why did they say it right what do we need to do to address this how do we prevent this from happening next time right what do we do for the folks that want to come back to the tour from the last tour and what can we do to make it look different so that the content looks different like we're having all these different discussions and it's all based on the people mm -hmm. it's all based on that mm -hmm. right because because at the end of the day my job is to develop a great sales force that's you can't you can't build your business without a sales force and we have our facebook ad campaign that does it really really well but the best sales force that you can possibly have are the people that's paying to be a part of your program. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And if we give them the ultimate experience and we can provide it at a cost that's satisfactory to them, and then they receive the support behind the service that's second to none, that they will automatically become a voice for us out in today's marketplace. Not only will they post and post frequently about being a part of the tour, they're having these conversations with other people and encouraging them and inspiring them to come and join them in the Leadership Experience Tour. And I think that one of the reasons for that is, is your approachability before, after, during people never feel like oh i can't bother sean with this or this is too small for me to bring to him or who am i i can't approach the the master or the the leader there is a certain vulnerability that you uh, allow for yourself we can see you we get a good sense of, of of who you are and we get a sense of authenticity. And that's extremely important for a speaker to be able to connect. What were your barriers to be to being able to be that authentic, to allowing yourself to be that vulnerable, to connect? with people in that way, because I mean, it is vulnerability and, and you open yourself for potential, you know, attacks and, you know, potential belittlement. And, you know, we're all human. We, we can all be hurt by things that are projected at us because of other people's insecurities, because it isn't usually about you. It's usually about their own insecurities. What, have you done to allow yourself to be that open and that authentic and what benefit has it given you as a person? Well, you know, being in leadership and training on leadership and, and being in all these different positions in, in my previous, my previous life from customer service to vice president of sales and marketing to the vice president of training. I've, I've been just about in every position you can possibly imagine Right in 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 that in that career path, so I, I truly understand what leadership is all about. Mm-hmm. I've worked with some bad people. Mm-hmm. I've worked with some good people. Mm-hmm. I've managed some good people. I've managed some bad people. I've been under great leadership, and I've been under real bad leadership. I, I, right. I understand um, the principles of of leadership through all the different trainings that I've gone through, and more importantly, the experiences. And here's the one thing that I can tell you, and and I tell this to all the team members, there are five qualities that that we must demonstrate on a daily basis to ensure that the people that spend their money with us take an active role in following us. And there's five. Yes. One is lead by example. That's number one. In other words, do do we model what it is that we preach. It, it all has to line up with one another. Number two is trustworthiness. Do we do what we say we're going to do? Now, we may not always get that right, but we don't we don't get it wrong too often. And that's why when it does, when we, when we fail in this area every blue moon, generally people are very understanding of that because the track record is you do what you say you're going to do. Number three is mutual respect, right? It, it doesn't matter what level you are compared to the level that I'm at. It, it doesn't matter. If if you're an individual and I'm on an individual, we don't, we're on the same playing field. So mm-hmm. there, there has to be mutual re- respect between myself and the clients and the team and the clients. Uh, number four is when we see people putting forth the effort and going above and beyond to, to really put the things that we put in place, right, it, within their own system. When we see that, we make sure that we praise those individuals, right? We don't just say, you know what, you're doing a good job. We, we push that out to everybody, right? And we want to encourage people to go above and beyond. And number five is, is experience and understanding people. Mm-hmm. I know 
that everybody that's coming in is different. I, I got prima donnas coming in, and there's nothing wrong with them. I don't understand how to work with them. At, at 30% of today's workplace has got ADHD, right? I, I got right. A, little, a little bit of it myself. I understand how to work with them. You got some folks that's coming through the tour bipolar. I understand mm -hmm. how to work with them too, right? I, the, everyone is, is coming with something, and, and understanding people is critical in this business. So in other words, you have to be compassionate. Mm -hmm. Even when you don't want to be compassionate, you got to be compassionate. Mm -hmm. Even when you want to say a few words to a few people, you you got to be compassionate, right? So we we our emotional intelligence and our emotional IQ within our team environment with Marcus and Larry and Emma and, and Jeff and Emil and all of the folks that work with us, our emotional IQ is extremely high. Right. Yeah. Right. Have you ever had someone come through the the program that just immediately you knew that this person gets under your skin? And what was your growth process to still be able to deliver to them what you deliver? Well, you you have to really when you see this happen, you got to put yourself in their shoes. Hmm. And nice. you got to understand where they are. Because a lot, a lot of times we forget, you know what, I've been doing this for 20, 25 years. Someone is asking you a question that's very simple, right? Like you you should know the answer to this or why you mm -hmm. didn't ask me three, four, five times. And I, I have to tell folks, listen, they just got here, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're just learning this. And sometimes people need to hear things two or three, four times before they get it, right? So, Putting yourself in their shoes is one of the best practices that we all exercise before we make a comment, right? Especially mm -hmm. when our brain is starting to go south. We need to bring mm -hmm. it back. We need to bring it back north. Put yourself into their shoes first. Mm -hmm. It's a great best practice for anybody. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the people that come to your program have been to programs and programs and programs. And they're searching for something and they're hearing a lot of the same things. They've heard them in other programs. What is, what is it do you think about the way that you communicate that allows them to have that epiphany that people get in your program? Well, there's a, there's a few things. One, there's no limit to the access. Mm -hmm. you're part of the team here there's, mm -hmm. there, there's and a lot of the platforms you have limited access to whoever the pros or the experts are and generally they're giving them some sol sound and solid information but again one time is not enough for, for most people that's new coming into the industry the, mm -hmm. the the second piece that makes us extremely different number one our cost is low right the, the reason that our cost is low the reason that even the coaching program is low because most, you know, I don't know, Dr. Cheryl, you know this. There's a lot of coaching programs that's in my arena that right. are 30,000, 40,000, oh, for the year. Or more. With the, with or, the same more. Amount of time, or more. With the same amount of time. And my challenge, I don't have a knock on those individuals. They come from a different school or different thought process or different mm -hmm. tutelage. But the, the, my problem with that is this. You're giving them a bunch of information, but they don't have the tools nor the resources or the systems to implement it. Mm -hmm. Now you spent you spent this kind of money, but then you don't you don't have a a Facebook ad that right. you that you've produced that may cost you a really good one a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars to produce. All right, you you don't have a CRM system, nor is it programmed to interconnect with your ad campaign to help you generate lead profiles within your system. You, you don't have your speaker's bios done. You don't have your speaker's proposal done. You, you don't have all of those things. You don't have your media page. You don't have a publication package so you can build out your Google your Google platform. Like you don't have all the, the necessary tools. So you got to pay spend the 50. You got to spend another 30 trying to get the rest of the things that you need. Right. And, and here's here's what happens most people can't afford the other part mm -hmm. which makes 
the other part that you just spent insignificant. I think That's- the other thing that happens though is that even if people can afford or do afford, find a way to afford, because a lot of the programs offer uh, loan programs or whatever, if people find the way to afford, then they get all of these tools and they're looking at them going, I have no clue. And they get overwhelmed. We don't see that in your program. And and that's because the same resource that I have that build out everything for me, everyone has access to those same people. And, and a lot of time, a lot of other platforms, they don't want to share that information because they don't want to create competitors within mm-hmm. their own organization. Mm-hmm. Whereas my thought process is I'm going to create family members who are also competitors that will uh, allow us to grow and support one another. Right. And, and we're very respectful. You know, of, I, I can't tell you how many people that is that is building a same or similar type platform as mine that's coming through my coaching program. I'm encouraging it because mm-hmm. now what we're doing is we're creating all these signature events that's happening across the country that allows other people to participate, be keynote speakers at, and also support o- other other team members in and building and building their business and now when some of these folks get to a certain level um then what we do is we collaborate and, mm-hmm. and that's the reasons why at the next tour we got shelly fan fan and we got dr barbara sweeney are collaborating with mm-hmm. the leadership experience tour both of them came through my coaching program right and and we created this cool promo video that you guys will be seeing in just a little bit with the three of us and now their platforms are being elevated and they've done a phenomenal job at building the things that they needed to to be in a position to collaborate. And that's what we're trying to do with, with everybody. Right, right. Absolutely. Well, Sean, I mean, this is this has been wonderful having you here. And, uh, you know, again, we are health related. And I think one of the key things that people need to understand again about this is that it is an avenue to being able to improve your communication skills and we all have a basic need to be able to connect effectively with each other and we all have a basic need to fulfill a purpose and you are a conduit allowing people to have an effective way to fulfill that purpose, to be able to share their passion, to be able to share their, their wisdom, their, their vision, and to be able to make a difference all across the world, really. Absolutely. You, you, and do you know, well, I know you know this, Dr. Cheryl, otherwise you wouldn't have bought me on the show in the first place, <laughs> is, is that delivering that information is very therapeutic and healthy. Yes. And, and, and can I just say one more thing about this healthy thing? Because yes. when folks come to my coaching program, I I, I get folks that, are you working out? I need you to start working out. Because we, <laughs> we talk about the healthy aspect of this yeah. and, and what do we look like and what do we feel like? Because it's hard to get on stage and say certain things if the visual is not reflecting what's being communicated as well, or at least yes. some of the daily actions that's necessary yes. to to project what we're speaking. Um, if, if that's not happening, that becomes a little bit of a problem. And so, uh, living healthy, uh, being healthy is something that we that we actually talk about as well. Yes, and and. And that you actually model yourself because you're in that midlife uh, range that I market uh, to and that I educate people on. And you don't look like your average midlife individual because you do practice what you preach. And we only have a little box of Sean here that we're we're looking at. But I can tell you that this man is very, very physically fit flat abs, the the physique that a lot of younger men are wishing that they have. The skin is is healthy and glowing. The eyes are are bright. 
Sean is the picture of health because he does attend to his own wellness. And part of attending to that wellness is the gifts that he is sharing. So thank you, Sean, for being the example of everything that you're trying to teach. Thank you so much, Dr. Shaw. I, I really appreciate you bringing me on to the show. Um, it, it's a lot of fun talking about this topic. And, and hopefully for those that are listening to it, that you you really listen to the, the whole show, listen to it again. And and just just pick out two or three things that was said between myself and Dr. Cheryl that that may be beneficial to you or those that that are surrounding by you um, is all about helping people in their growth journey. And as we wrap this up, there's uh, we, we spoke about humor earlier and there is one piece that's stuck with me and I, I roll it around and I actually use it. I doubt that my delivery is nearly as, as good as yours. Um, and I, I'm, I'm blanking on uh, the name of the caterpillar now, but uh, can you tell us the caterpillar story? Well, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I, I got something even better for you. Okay. <laughs> I'll, and, I'll, and I'll make this short. It's the processionary. Processionary. Yeah. That's what he is. <laughs> can, I, can I just give everybody a good tip? Yes. I mean, really take this to heart. This is very important. Yes. Don't trust a man in a wheelchair with dirty gym shoes on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. I love it. Man. I absolutely love it. Good point. We'll take that one to the bank. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, Sean, again, it has been absolute pleasure having you join us and we will certainly be bringing you you back because you have lots of, of gems and, and you're, you're just an amazing individual so we appreciate thank you, you and thank you for being with us you have been listening to chatters that matter let's talk about it i am your host dr cheryl bryant bruce md the celebrity duck and we have been talking with sean as we go out, Sean, can you tell the folks how to contact you to participate in this amazing experience that you provide? Well, a few different ways. If you would like to be on the big stage, the big screen, a 20-foot digital backdrop behind you with other digital boards on the stage while you're delivering a powerful and impactful message, reach out to me, 586-690-1879, or you can go to www.leadershipexperiencetour.com and click on the fields that will allow you to audition for our next show, which is going to be March 20th through the 24th. You'll be there for three days, and I can promise you, you got to be in shape for those three days because it's a lot of work and you will be drained, but it is so gratifying. And the things that you receive due to all the work that you've done, it really just puts you on another playing field based on where other speakers are. So uh, please reach out to me. Uh, we are auditioning right now for the March show. Don't, don't miss it. Don't miss it. I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay. So that's how you reach Sean. And we will, uh, as always, we will have his information uh, on all of our, our sites. You can see this show uh, on YouTube and, and Roku and, and Spotify, and it, it'll be on all of the major platforms. So you will have an opportunity to watch it again, review anything that you missed. And we encourage you to do so. Sean dropped a, a lot of information here. Go back and take as much of it as you can. Um, again, as always, we encourage you to like, share, and by all means, leave a message and we will get back to you if you have any questions and we will take any comments that you make. And as Sean does, we'll grow with it. Thank you for being here. We're here every week, Mondays and Wednesdays, and we appreciate you our audience, because this show is for you to educate, entertain, and inform chatters that matter. Let's talk about it.